Oh shit, we started this at 420. Yo, yeah. Whoa. Do you know what's in one week and a day? Six nine. <laughs> nice. Booyaka, booyaka, I, six nine. I can't wait for 420 in the afternoon on June 9th. Yeah. I'm just gonna be like, nice. Yeah. We everyone should just set a world record. For most people to say nice at the same time. I'm going to put on my Gronk jersey and say nice. <laughs> uh, why is it he use a He should change his number to 69. I don't think he's allowed to. Yes, he is. He has to buy back all the 87 stock of shirts that he has. And then he can switch his number to whatever he, he wants. He still doesn't get every... You don't have options for every number at that point, I don't think. Did they, did they actually do that? Yeah. You got like defenders wearing like number one now. I still thought that they had to make it. It still had to fall within certain parameters. I don't think so. I think you can just have whatever number now. Oh. You just have to buy your stock back in the first couple of years. Whatever stock of shirts that the NFL already had made with your previous number, you have to buy and then you can have a new number. Correct. But the, if they do it in a couple of years... Like, there's a time frame you can wait it out, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. It's something along those lines, though. Like, there is, like, a a grace period you can wait. Gronk, but yeah, should, have Gronk should still have 69, though, regardless. If he if he can, he should buy all that stock. He's stupid if he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> he's stupid, if, even if he does. He's stupid. Yes. That was, that was the joke. <laughs> Uh, big news this week. We finally got a Cody LJN figure coming. <laughs> Those fucking dog shit figures. I've had enough of AEW's wrestling figures. I'm getting it. Of course you are. You're a Mark. Ugh. You're a Mizark. Yeah, so are you. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. But yeah, I'm gonna put him right between the bucks, and I, I need I need a Kenny LJN. That's that's what really needs to happen. You already have a Ricky Steamboat. Just throw a blonde splotch on there, and you got a Kenny. Not really, though. Not really, no. His his feet are like kind of weird and flat. Ricky Steamboat's L, LJN figure has like like duck feet. Ricky Steamboat's LJN figure is real real shitty. Yeah. Like, which is the shittiest LJN figure? Oh God, that's a 
Good question. I say Andre Series 1. Um, Not even close. The only reason I think that you're saying that is because you're, you remember Blackheart Andre for your entire life. I don't think it's that shitty. I also have the Series 2, and it's a way better Andre. Like, let's think here. Like, what what are the qualifications that make it shitty? Just overall shittiness, or not even close to the likeness? Uh, just a, a shitty figure, shitty pose, shitty pose. Like they're like you can't even tell it's that guy. Mm. Like the Bob Orton one's shitty. Yeah, the Bob Orton one's shitty. I keep wanting to say Mr. Wonderful, but it's kind of great. That's See, but they made him more jacked, so they made him better. I think anyone that's shitty, they make him worse and uglier. I'm trying to think of weird ones. Uh, the Elizabeth one sucks. The Elizabeth one is bad, yes. Um, fuck. Oh, back Jack. I guess it looks like him. Yeah. Maybe Ricky Steamboat, honestly. Ricky Steamboat? You could put him on the list. I don't think he's quite as bad as the Andre Series 1. Maybe I just... I've seen Andre Series 1 so many times that it doesn't offend me. Maybe. But it just doesn't look like The Piper one sucks. The Piper one sucks. But the Piper one's great. He does have, but like he was in a pose that Piper never did. No. And if he did do it, it was to make fun of Hogan for like two seconds. Can you imagine if they had LJN variants like they do with the, uh, with the elites? So they give him the Hulkamania shirt. <laughs> like at uh, War to Settle the Score. Yeah. They're definitely, why wasn't there a Cindy Lauper LJN figure? Probably couldn't get the light, uh, the licensing. That's unfortunate. Those are sold like hotcakes. And hotcakes sold in the 80s. They didn't even have a, a Wendy uh, Richter one. The only, the only broad they made, Miss Elizabeth? Yeah. It's a shame. Bruno gets one, but Moolah doesn't. How do you rank the Bruno LJN? I think that the Bruno one's not bad. Can you tell that it's Bruno, though, if you, ju- you were just looking at it? Yeah. Think so? It's kind of questionable, I think. What? I mean, I think it's it's as it's as much a likeness as all the other plain trunks guys. What do you think is the best in terms of likeness on the LJNs? The best LJN figure. There's a couple that are really good. Kamala one's really good. Um, Honky Tonk Man's good. Um, why didn't we say the Hogan one sucked? I think the Macho Man one sucks, too. Hogan really. Series 1 sucks. However, Hogan Series 5 is good. Correct. Macho Man 1 sucks. Um, but the best ones... Captain Lou's pretty good. Captain Lou, that's who. Um, what about the Terry Funk one? Does it look like him? I think it looks like him. I can't see him. He's in the third row of my uh, middle shelf. I can't see it from here. Yeah. <laughs> He's got green pants and red shoes on. Yeah, because he was kind of 
the Jimmy Hart one is spot on. They they nailed Jimmy Hart. Yeah, the Jimmy Hart one is good. The Jimmy Hart OSFTM one is good too. Yes. Jimmy Hart's strong action figure showings as far as PVC and rubber. Are Have concerned. you ever seen his uh his, his tan one? <laughs> I think tan is uh his his black face one? He's definitely black in that figure. Like, there's no way about it. Like, it's black Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hort? Anyway. <laughs> uh, Rick Rude one's not bad, but that's Grand Toys. I, go, I don't know if the Grand Toys count because they're, like, orange. Well, they're also, like... I don't know. It's got the Warrior one. The Warrior one's pretty shitty. Warrior one's probably the worst out of the Series 6. Yeah, because Series 6 is... Warlord, Haku, Bossman, Warrior, uh, Blackstrap, The Bossman one's weird. It's accurate, though. It's good. It's just because it's colorful and it looks like a cop. A fat cop. Actually, he's pretty skinny in it, isn't he? Yeah. His LGN is skinny and his Hasbro's fat. Well, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Even though he went the other way. He started fat and then he got skinnier. Yeah. He was in good shape in his 90s run. Yeah. His Jacks figure was a little too skinny, but also, that was a good boss, man. Dual champion with another dual champion. His big Bubba figure. Oh, pretty good. Yeah, not bad. You could do the boss man slam with it. <laughs> Uh, the best figures, though, are clearly, though, the old San Francisco toy maker vibrators. Yeah. Well, they served a purpose. Yeah. They're shaking with anger. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Yeah. We got, a, we got a Darby LJN figure coming. I'm sure it'll be taller than fucking Andre. <laughs> uh, it should be Bobby Heenan sized. The fact that they're making more of those should offend everyone anyone who spent the money on the first ones the young bucks ones should be offended that they would put their name on that and think that they were okay <laughs> they're terrible they're terrible and they just think they don't care yeah i got them though whatever AEW figures suck too oh they're getting better oh, those soft goods the orange cassidy figure is great Speaking of AEW figures and Orange Cassidy, we should get into that because I feel like it's going to take up most of the episode. Yeah, because Orange Cassidy has a second figure coming. He has a second one coming? Yeah. How's it different? (laughs) How could they make it different? He hasn't had a different thing ever. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) They're they're doing the best friends and it's... Uh, Orange, uh, Chuck, and Trent. Chris Statlander fucking nothing now? She might be in there. I don't think so yet, though. She might be in the... No, she's not in the unmatched yet. Britt Baker's finally getting her figure. Yes, she should. But uh, I don't even know how the unmatched are different from the unrivaled figures. It'll be $5 more. Hopefully $5 less. Hopefully $10 less. That'd be ideal. Yes. Never, Never happened, though. All right. Especially since we're all going to be able to get them on ringside, and they're going to be $7 more. I'm just, I'm done. I'm done with those 
fucking things. Don't blame me. I'm only getting people I like. And me too. Unfortunately, I like most of the people that they make. I need a uh, a Pentagon though. Is the Pentagon worth anything? No. No. You can get them on ringside still. Yeah. And next. there's a, another series with Pentagon coming up. Yeah, just next time you get an order, just throw a Pentagon in there. Yeah. Uh, we should talk about Double or Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a good show. I thought it was a good show, too. I have qualms with it, but I enjoyed it. I had, I had some issues with it, but uh, I enjoyed Serena Deeb being the woman of a thousand holdings now. Yes. Uh, perfect. Uh, her finisher is my favorite f- finisher in wrestling. What's this, like the fucking Deeb Steeb or something? No, when she just slams her opponent's knee into the mat a bunch of times and puts him in a single leg grab. Oh, gotcha. I'm just like, fuck yeah. Head and, what's the fucking name of it, though? Uh, the Serenity Lock. But I think she does, like, the William Regal, like, STF type of thing. She had a, um, another, unless I'm thinking of something else. I'm, like, I'm fucking scattered right now. Tequila, uh, yeah, the Tequila Sunrise. But there was a nice way to open up the, open up the show. Awesome opener, yeah. Yes. Uh, I was watching it with someone who was just talking down to it the entire time. So. I thought the match was good. Imagine watching the show, but having a constant stream of, this is stupid, for like four hours straight. <laughs> the, uh, oh, you watch it with Jimmy Cornette, pretty much? Uh, Jimmy Cornette, if Jimmy Cornette had the greatest wrestling collection in the area. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really can't have Jungle Boy and Riho on the same show because they kind of wrestle the same match, but... Rio is on the pre-show, though, so yeah. it works. But I liked it. I thought it was a good pre-show match. Yes, the crowd was into it. That is one thing. I, the That and the Dynamite from Friday, because I watched that on Sunday as well. The crowd is fucking bonkers. I personally missed the gun club just annoying the piss out of me during every match. <laughs> I didn't think that that was bad either. Like, I'll look back on the pandemic episodes of Dynamite specifically fondly. And that will be one of the reasons. Seeing fucking Austin's dumbass face. Uh, their their chants annoyed the piss out of me. I did not appreciate their over-enthusiasm. Uh, at the pay-per-view? No, just during the pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. You just got to take what you can get there. <laughs> then, um... We'll we'll get to the main card. Uh, Hangman and Brian Cage. Good, good stuff. I thought that that was awesome. Uh, Brian Cage babyface already. Yeah, it works. He, they they need a babyface FTW champion. I think balance out the card. They're just gonna strip the title from him. I feel like they can't strip it from him. I feel like you should actually make him defend it now. Take it from me. <laughs> um, I don't know. Something about the ending bothered me, but I thought the match was was really good. Um, I, I enjoyed how... There's a few sloppy parts in it, but... Yeah, I mean... They're, I, I thought Brian Cage attempting to do the... Uh, the, the, the lariat the lariat was, that was pretty hilarious <laughs> yeah but he kind of fucked it up a little bit I know too. that's what made it hilarious okay. that's that's exactly what I'm talking about so 
yeah um didn't rotate all the way you know it's a tough move to do i like that he had a had a good match with someone because it done his match with um what do you face god i already forget did he face moxley or did he face cody or both uh did he face Darby? i get the matches that him and uh and fucking wardlow no jesus christ i almost said justin hawk bradshaw the murder hawk monster fucking oh, lance archer i get lance archer and brian cage's matches mixed up they both they both wrestled darby Lance Archer's just the guy that he only exists to job to the TNT champion. Yes. <laughs> that is his main job. And then, and then throw wieners around. And then throw he did throw a lot of wieners around. Uh, speaking of throwing wieners around, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Because <laughs> that was top five moments of the pay-per-view. Oh, uh, for me, it was probably number one. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. I, would, I liked the opening. It was a feel-good... Page got to hit his finish. Good stuff. Uh, also, Page is super over. Super duper fucking over. Yeah. And uh, it's good. Because you got to, they don't, they need a baby face that isn't Eddie Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the second match? Uh, I already forget. I'm going to bring up the uh, I can bring it up too, the actually. card on my phone. Because we're recording in person because the pandemic is over for us. Yeah, we went to a bar and everything. Yeah, we sure did. AEW, double or nothing, 2021. The good old Wackipedia. Okay, Young Bucks and Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Young Bucks suck. Um, they suck. Nick's talented. <laughs> I'm just going to do Dan's. Shitting on every single match. <laughs> I, I thought this match was good. It was quite good. I think they fucked the ending up. I think that they should. I think that Kingston and Moxley should have won. Got a little long. It was a little long, but I found out something watching AEW Double or Nothing, and I knew it. I had a feeling, but I can confirm it. All you need to do is give me too many false finishes, and I think it's a good wrestling match. I'm a sucker for too many false finishes. Uh, you know I, who else is? Everyone else. I, I enjoyed the uh, the finish proper to this match, where they just kept on kicking or kneeing Moxley in the face. I was like, oh, that was good. You know? like, I like I like the the exceptionally violent finishes. I the only reason you don't you don't, in the context of the company and the way it's going, like I get why the Bucks won. But you only have this crowd reaction probably once. And you needed to have one thing happen that made the fucking imaginary roof come off that place, which would have happened if Moxley and Eddie Kingston won. Yes. And or if they had Orange Cassidy win, which they clearly were not doing. Yeah. Like they had to do one or the other. Yeah. And they didn't do either. And I feel like there's a missed opportunity. I, I think I know the reason why they only switched one of the titles. I mean, because it makes logical sense in the storyline. Because it made that reaction better. Maybe. She's a, she's a heel. But her winning the title was a big deal. 
Well, I mean, just because it should have happened. That was one of those things that got put off. Yes. For a million reasons. Yeah. But, but we'll, get, we'll get to that. But I, I did think this match was good. Uh, a little bit too much of all four guys in the ring at once. Very spitting in the face of the rules of a tag team match. Yeah. JR just fucking threw his hands up at some point in the middle. Yeah. Though, for, to be fair, I, I shit on Jim Ross for shitting on this company when he commentates it. I thought he was okay on this one. Even for this match, which, like, you could definitely tell was just like, um... So they just get to hang out there the entire time? That's, and mean, they did that. That's my, that's my really only problem with the AW tag division is that guys spend so much time in the ring. It's just, there, there's so much, like, you know, double teaming, and there's no way to enforce, like, you can't enforce the actual rules anymore, so you just have to go with it. Like, I've yeah. just learned to go with it, but it's still, like, the one thing that, like, sort of nags on me is just how often they're in the, they're in the ring at the same time. And like they don't do it in a clever way is, no, is the it, biggest problem. No, it's like, like really just kind of just kind of hanging out there because it's an easier spot to stand. Like you make a tag, and the guy who makes the tag then puts him in like a bear hug, and then the guy comes off the top rope and hits him. Like that's the type of double teaming that you like typical see in a good tag match. And like these are still good tag matches, but that's just the one thing that gets to me is that they're just both. They, someone will make a tag, and they'll both just stand in the ring. Yeah. Nope, I agree. Also, an awful lot of making a tag and then running into the corner and hitting the other guy in this match. Yes. Well, the, the story was keeping Eddie Kingston out, and then when Eddie Kingston get in, he would have to get out immediately. Um, Kingston's in for a while, made a good tag to Moxley. It was almost like there were two hot tags for their team. Correct. Which, I'm not against multiple hot tags in a match, don't get me wrong. Uh, because they spread it out over a long enough period of time so that it worked this, when they switched it again when Kingston got the hot tag uh, the second time. That was the even hotter tag. Hot tag and then hotter tag. I'm okay with that. Uh, night, brutal finish? Yeah, the, the absurdly violent finishes I'm a fan of. Absurdly violent finishes... The uh, Dangly Daddy came out. Ex-returning ex-listener <laughs> found out about Dangly Daddy uh, somewhere around midday on Sunday. She can get down on some Dangly Daddy shit. It's, it's such a good gimmick. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, I guess it doesn't I, really... I, I think that they should have had Moxley and... I loved Kaz coming out of nowhere and evening the odds for him. I was like, well, he, good, he's got nothing to do, and he's coming out and just fucking with the elite. He's going to be like... Uh, the elite hunter, that's what they yeah, call him. Yeah, yeah. Like, good, just have him be like... Have him be like the Punisher of AEW. <laughs> but there was also like another hope spot, too. Like, they made you think that... Kingston, they, you made, they made you think they were walking away with the titles. Yeah, because... You kind of don't think, like, you have to do it in a, in a match like that because it makes no sense for them to win it. I think what I would have preferred oh, is if they won the titles and then they dropped their shoes off in the ring afterwards, gave them their shoes back, but took the belts. That would have been a better finish. They, um, what the, f are they just stealing Onita's theme song? Yes. Why? They, they paid for the license. Well, they originally had the original Wild thing, and then, like, it, it was just like, no, you need the X version. Yeah, you need the, 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 the heavy one that sounds good with the crowd. Also, Moxley needs the Rick Vaughn haircut. 
but it's just like so cheesy yeah that's like kevin owens coming out to steve austin's theme song with disturbed singing it <laughs> that would be so good though. yes but it's not good it's good to us because nw 2000 is the, is the is the is the greatest faction of all time oh no it is not i just <laughs> i just enjoy nwo 2000 because again i'm cynical and a masochist and i'm just like oh when wrestling is bad I, I kind of enjoy it yes I, I enjoy it from looking at it from like uh uh in a hindsight type of thing when when bad wrestling is happening in front of me I, it's I really frustrating yeah <laughs> Like, it's, like WWE right now. Like a lot of YouTubers are just not talking about Raw anymore. They're just like giving up. Well, they found a way to fuck up Raw beyond all belief. People are just like, our views are going down. And honestly, like, why should we watch this fucking shitty show for three hours and then do a YouTube show about it? And no if, one cares about it. That people are losing interest in because we're covering a terrible Do people show. still watch SmackDown? I guess. I don't know. I don't. He's so funny. Fucking Vince's last thing he does before he dies is ruin Raw. <laughs> kind of. It kind of looks like it's going in that direction. Anyways. Uh, anywho. Uh, the Casino Battle Royal was next. I thought this was a pretty good Battle Royal. As far as Battle Royals are concerned. Um, so was the dude from Private Party the first one actually in the match? Or was he? Yes. Okay. It was Matt Hardy and him coming down at the same time. Okay. I was like, so we just bring people. Like, I get, I get it that there's no disqualifications, but yeah. Well, they were attacked on the ramp before, so that's why they took them forever to get to the ring. But once they got into the ring, uh, yeah, they were both in in the match at the same time. Also, having Can... Matt Hardy and Christian at the end was a very good idea. Yes. Um, having Christian and having two people not in the ring for that long a period of time and have it really not have anything to do with the finish, fucking dumb. Yeah, him and Hobbs. Yeah. Yeah. Because A, it confused the commentary team, which... <laughs> you don't get to do much to confuse. Yeah, it's pretty easy to do because everyone's kind of fucky, but... I mean, Tony Schiavone said that Tank Abbott was trying to cut Big Al's beard when he was clean-shaven. So Tony, Tony Schiavone doesn't need much to confuse I don't think him. he was confused. I think he was trying to think of something that did made not look like he was trying to fucking... Kill him? Kill him. <laughs> um, interesting guy won. Uh, the right guy won. Right guy won. Good, good, good finish to a battle royal, too. Yeah. You, everyone thinks Christian's going to win, and the underdog wins. Also, anyone who won at that point would have been good. I was kind of rooting for Pentagon. Yeah. I was kind of rooting for Colt. I like I liked Pentagon's Joker attire. Yeah, does everyone who, every lucha wrestler just have to do a fucking Joker gimmick for a second? And Ten, too. Ten's Ten. mask is a Joker mask now. Is it? Yep. That's dumb. <laughs> the eyes are Ten's. So fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, Leo Rush was the Joker. Yeah, man, he was promptly eliminated because anyone, the Joker never wins. Yeah. Well, Hangman won as the Joker. Well, the surprise guy, I guess. That doesn't count. Surprise guy doesn't win. Uh, two years in a row now, the surprise guy was uh, did a little botchy thing. I don't but, remember Leo Rush botching too hard, though. He, when I think it was Matt Hardy, Irish whipped him into the ropes, or he did something to the rope, and there was a little bit of a botch, but then they quickly fixed it and did it again. 
Oh, and maybe, we, I, and, even, and maybe we, I even missed it. And then Leo Rush hit it. So I was just like, uh, we, we, were all, we all caught it. And we're all just like, ah, you know, it doesn't matter. I also like, wow, two high flyers two years in a row. Bold decision, AEW. Um, I, w- I was not disappointed with Leo Rush being in it. No, you should be working for them. Yeah. I think he signed with New Japan, though. So I don't know if I'll I be think working that much with AEW. Probably just doing like what, like, uh, while he's in America, he just works AEW shows too. Makes sense. Yeah. Seems like they kind of got it. You can't, people who work for AEW can't really, well, I guess they got fucking four shows now, so maybe they can. <laughs> like, you just got to, you got to find something from all to do, but they do have a lot of fucking time. They have a fourth show coming out. How are they going to, once they start touring again, how are they going to make this happen? Well, there's every fucking independent show will be AEW. I just don't know if they're going to be able to continue with that much dark and dark elevation along with the other show, too, because it's like... You know what they have done on those two shows, which has been kind of okay, is they do kind of, like, guys do a couple jobs, and then all of a sudden they get a couple wins over some new job guys. Yeah. And rinse and repeats. I mean, that's how, like, the the Griff Garrisons of the world, who also, I mean, I know it has something to do because of the dark side of the ring, but... Uh, nice little pop for fucking those scumbags. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were over. Uh, it was definitely to do with Dark Side of the Ring. 100%. Uh, is that a stem? Yeah, I was wondering, <laughs> what's stabbing me? And it's, of course, it's a weed stem when I'm in your room. <laughs> Not that you do that anymore. Sorry. <laughs> it must be from leftover from when I did that stuff. Cool. Long time uh, ago. But anyways, yeah, Jungle Boy won. He gets a shot at the title. Christian congratulated him. Uh, probably get a feud with Matt Hardy now. Good stuff. I like it. Yeah. And now this fucking ball washy <laughs> bullshit. Uh, which I love, by the way. Um, I I went outside during this match. The match was not good. I I missed ninety percent of it. All the other shit that went along with it. <laughs> yeah. Do Do you not like Cody's jingoistic promo? I can't do Cody Rhodes for real, but fuck me. Like, I know, like, he has to do that for the other things that he does that I like to exist. Like, huh. like I'm trying to think of a way to, to describe he, he, it. He claimed that his promo leading up to this match was, like, focus group tested. I was like, really? And... And and these fine white people that you focus group tested this on were okay with this, uh, but uh, there was also a picture of some guy in work at security who had like a tactical vest on with like a Blue Lives Matter flag on it, and someone took a picture and was like, "What the hell is this?" And then someone else commented, "The focus group." <laughs> we saw a tag team. We're just like fucking pro Trump, and we're called Focus Group. <laughs> See us on Elevation. Not po- the not pulling well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cody versus uh, Agogo. Uh, I do the one thing I'll say about this that's po- positive is that I enjoy that Cody's trying to take guys from nothing and give them like a little bit of shine. I mean, he's also not from nothing. He's from his his monster factory. No, he, yeah, yeah, he looks like he could take an elbow. <laughs> <laughs> but but. I, I like how he, but, but who is Anthony Gogo in wrestling 
before the Cody feud. Just a nobody. Nobody. Yeah. No, he's so, and now he, he's working a pay per view in front of a live crowd. Well, yeah, because you can't have an evil Russian anymore. You have to have an evil Brit. I that's the stuff I didn't like about this. All they had to do was just say like I'm British and proud, and I don't care that you're the American nightmare, uh, or I don't care that you're the American dream for this match. I'm the British nightmare for this match. That leave it there. There's no, like there's no hatred between America and Britain anymore. It's it's the 21st century. No, this it's not is, the 16th century or the 18th century. No, like I hate this, but like I know that like shit like this has to happen for Cody versus Dustin to happen. Like, you, you know, you got to, it's kind of like the Russo thing, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Like, yeah, you're going to get what's-her-face giving birth to a hand, but you're also going to get the, the tournament where Austin wins the title. Or the Rock wins the title. The Rock wins the title, I mean. It's a like, bad tournament. Oh, it was booked well. It was booked well, but it was a bad tournament. Yeah, every, but it was booked well. Every match was like three minutes. Yeah, but it wasn't the matches. For me, it's the matches. Me in real life. Well, then this match sucked. Cody versus Gogo. Yeah, it's it did suck. Um, the best I, part I, was he a Gogo hit a fucking okay frog splash. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. the the part where they looked away to Cody and then uh, QT Marshall was fucking gigging anthony agogo for about five minutes it seemed like and you just got that little fucking dribble down his forehead for about one minute the payoff for this feud is another cody versus qt marshall match by the way it's not cody versus dustin well i know i didn't think it would be cody versus dustin i'm just thinking like that's the good shit you get when cody acts like dusty i just i'm not a i'm not a qt marshall fan i i think he's probably better served backstage helping people than on camera, taking up time from, like, you know, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and, you know, other people. Like He's a perfectly fine hand. Yeah, he's a good hand. Keep him on, keep him on dark and dark elevation, though. Oh, that's where he will stay. The only reason he was there is because fucking nightmare bullshit. Uh, next, we got Miro versus Lance Archer and PETA. my second favorite spot of the night was when he threw the bag when he threw the bag (laughs) i could i texted everyone i knew that might be watching it and you were the only one i think that was watching at that point everyone else like went outside i uh i i I cackled when that happened i did too yeah because you like you realize that like obviously there was no snake in the bag i was like oh obviously and then like Maybe like maybe I'm smarter than everyone else, but I think everyone else figured out that he was going to throw it before he threw it. So then when he actually did it, it was like, yes. <laughs> I thought maybe he'd throw it on the ground and stomp on it or something like that. You but... make fucking Quake burgers. <laughs> but but now Jake's gonna bring Damien's mama, Lucifer. Well, he's gonna get a real snake for next time. <laughs> I'm here, Scott. We start every day in the hot tub. Doesn't gonna be this way. <laughs> he really does sound like shit. Uh, um, this is fine. Poor Lance Archer, kinda. Yeah, but it really is like just jobs to the TNT champion. And this match it. also didn't bug me at all. Like someone's gonna lose, so yeah. Uh, which is w- fine. I think that they're doing Miro okay. Yes, 
I think they, you got to get Mero some wins here and some meaningful wins, and this was. So, yeah, poor Lance Archer, but Lance Archer is also a pro, so, you know, someone's going to lose. Yeah, it's not even this one particular match. You just... Why has he always got to lose to the TNT champion? <laughs> I think he did lose for a title match against Boxley, too, though, so... Um, he was the one that was supposed to have, and then Eddie Kingston got over, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, then we have Britt Baker wins the women's title from Hikaru Shida. Yeah, should have happened. I thought this match was, eh. It was fine. I thought there were a couple of times where Shida's strikes were very soft. This was, I don't know, I, I thought the match was good. I don't think it was as good as the opening, ma- the uh, no. Riho and, and uh, Serena Deeb. Yeah. No, it's definitely, I thought this was definitely the lesser of the two matches, but means a lot more because. It means I, a lot more, and the crowd was super fucking into it. Yes, yeah, so everyone, everyone wanted Britt Baker to win, but everyone still well, liked Sheeta. I think it was like, it, was, it seemed like it was a little more split than. No, I, I think most people wanted Brip to win, but they still like Sheeta because then after the match, everyone was chanting "Thank you, Sheeta." So yeah, I mean, not again. That's that's she- how I felt about it too. I I definitely wanted Brip Baker to win, even though I like Akira Sheeta. So if Brit Baker doesn't, if the pandemic doesn't happen, does Sheeta win the title? I don't know. I think didn't she win it before the pandemic happened? No, she had no, she wasn't champion in front of fans. Okay. Then maybe not. She ended up getting a she I mean maybe there was one of those situations where the title got her over a little bit, but cuz they didn't have dick for anything. Yeah. Britt Baker got hurt right as the pandemic started. Yep. Um, um Adela Rose can't work a lick. <laughs> She's still better than Nia Jax, though. Yeah. Nia Jax slightly. Works, Nia Jax works like Andre at WrestleMania Six. <laughs> Same physique. I just th- every time I watch her work, I just think of Andre at WrestleMania Six, just like constantly holding the ropes for balance. Also, I don't mind shitting on uh, Nia Jax because she's an anti-vaxer. Why? Because she has an immune system. Jesus Christ. And, 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 and the over half a million people who died didn't. Oh. Anyway. I wonder if she has high cholesterol. Uh, I, I like the new belt that they have for the I like that they, they made the belt a little bit bigger. It's a little bit bigger, and it's got a silver backing. I'm like, ooh, that's nice. Like, good for a women's belt. Good idea. Because you can't do what WWE did and just make it candy. No. Delicious, delicious candy. No. <laughs> it does look like delicious, delicious candy. I see it on your wall right now. I, I do like the women's belts in WWE. Uh, but the, uh, the AW belt is much nicer now. I think so. Yeah. And Right Girl won. Also, a lot of Scott Hall-themed uh, uh, attires on this show. Rebel had a uh, Reba. Not, not Reba, Rebel. Had a Scott Hall drip going on. Jericho had a little bit of Scott Hall drip going on. Jericho had Scott Hall drip? Like the little blood drip. Oh, maybe I just don't... I didn't notice any of it. At least I didn't put the that it was Scott Hall together. Uh, whenever I see the drip, I think of Scott Hall. He's the 
classic Scott Hall. He he's oozing something. Nachismo. Uh, Next match. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Darby Allen and Sting versus the other Page and Scorpio Sky. We've done 118 of these in a row. I can't keep up with the A plus content I've I've been known to <laughs> deliver here. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Darby and Sting against Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Loved this match. I was everything it needed to be. Sting diving off the uh, the entrance ramp. I was like, they didn't need to do that, but it looked good. No. Uh, Sting doing the uh, the the Rey Mysterio uh, pin thing to uh, I fear it was Scorpio to Ethan or Ethan Page, but he did a roll up that was like the Rey Mysterio style to one of them, and it was like a flip. Yeah, in the corner. Yeah. Like, it wasn't quite ripping off fucking... What did I say ripping off? It wasn't quite the Ricky Morton Canadian Destroyer, but it was almost there. Yeah. Um, Ethan Page fucking rules. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, Ethan Page throwing Darby into the crowd, Rocky Three style, was absolutely the highlight of the show for me. Yeah, you forgot about it. Yeah, that was pretty nuts. I was just like, holy sh... He threw him so far. Like, probably like 10 feet he threw him. And when I said Jungle Boy has the same match as Rio, I was wrong. Darby Allen has the same match as Rio. Yeah. If Darby Allen gets the shit kicked out of him. Yes. He could take a beating. He's, he's tough as shit. Uh, but yeah, Sting looked good in this match. Is it really like how fucking much better is Sting in AEW than he was in WWE for the six months he was there? I think uh, Sting was fine in WWE. I, I didn't have any problems with Sting in WWE, to be honest with you. I thought his match with Triple H was awesome. Like I'm, I'm probably the only person in the world who who thinks that match was good. I don't think. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> it kind of sucked. Uh, I thought his match with Seth Rollins was, was good, even though he got hurt in it. It was unfortunate. I thought I still thought it was. I a thought good match. that the um. I thought the fact that the program existed made me think that they were going to do something better with him, but yeah, I mean, who knows what would have happened? Yeah, but I don't know. He got he got all his shit in. But this match was Sting's best match to this TNA days. Yeah, like easily better than everything he did in WWE. I think Sting works very well in a tag situation where he could be the hot tag guy and Darby could just take. He could be the heat guy. Yeah, it was. It was best case scenario for, for Sting being in AEW. Yeah. The little fucking, the almost Boneyard match intro. <laughs> almost. Retropoosham. Yes. Uh, and nothing else I can think of, of note, but I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I didn't realize that the next match was 27 minutes long. I thought it was shorter. Uh, God, it felt like it was 27 minutes long. I like this match, to be honest with you, though. Kenny versus Orange versus Pac. Uh, The only part that it took took forever was in the end where Kenny hit Pac with every belt. I thought that was so fucking funny. That made me me think that Orange Cassidy was winning. Kenny sucks. I forgot to be doing this during this. Just imagine during every match, these guys suck. Sting sucks. Britt Baker sucks. Sheeta sucks. Well, sucks. <laughs> I'm retro. Cody, Cody sucks. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
So the this match had one purpose really was to make you think that Orange Cassidy was going to win it for yes. half, the second half of it. Yeah. It succeeded. It succeeded. Yeah. It was uh, a good match. Uh these give me these com- any combination of these three forever. Not forever, but yeah. oh. at any point in time you could stick any one of these against the other and I'll be happy. The orange, I'm so fucking torn on Orange Cassidy matches. Just go with it. I know, but like, I have a hard time. I have a hard time getting on that ride. He, uh, the, his whole point is that he's a good wrestler, but he doesn't try. So, he, he, sometimes he just doesn't try at all. But this match was really good. I thought Kenny was, uh, was was uh trying to do way too much to both guys and like he would try to like pause and and give him some of the gaga and he'd hit orange cassidy and then Pac would move out of the way um that's pretty much how this match went well like they would just try to pose for a little bit too long and then the other guy would get up and throw them out of the ring and then it would be the two on two i like how um or the one-on-one I like how the the last false finish was Aubrey Edwards coming out. Yes. Oh, when Kenny hit the referee because Pac couldn't break the hold, I was like, oh, that was genius. <laughs> that was just the best. He, he, he couldn't break the Pac hold, so he just hits the ref so he can't take the tap out. Oh. I, I like smart psychology shit when you don't want to do it, but you have to. But I thought this was, as far as three-way matches for the title are concerned, but as good as you're gonna get. I, yeah, this is probably about as good as you're gonna get. I'm not the biggest fan of three ways. Uh, I prefer the elimination style if you're gonna do it that way, uh, the three way dance style. But if you're gonna have a triple threat, um, make it this good. D- Dimmick said that this was his his favorite triple threat that that he's ever seen. Um, I still give it to the WrestleMania 20 match, but this was good. Yeah, it's probably WrestleMania Twenty's got some bigger names in it. WrestleMania Twenty was also you, I could still think of the shit that happened in that match. You know, seventeen years later, like them putting Benoit through the table, uh, Michaels getting tossed to the outside, the the cross face, like all the shit that happened in that match. I could still remember it. This one definitely had more false finishes in it. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it's three lighter guys too instead of uh i i did like the finish where orange cassidy rolls up kenny and then kenny rolls up orange cassidy and gets the pin kind of that it way just, you, it was just it's such a quick such a quick ending because because again someone has to lose and it's better that Pac didn't lose this match because he was sort of the odd man out when it really came to this feud like it, the feud was really Orange Cassidy and Kenny Omega. The uh, for Orange Cassidy to work, the heel has to be so fucking annoyed with him. Like yeah. that—that's what makes it work, and like that's what why the Jericho one worked at least at first. That's why the that, Kenny one's gonna work because it's probably got another match coming. That stupid match that they had was so terrible, though. The the Mimosa one. It's very true. <laughs> Such a terrible match. Not, not not that the match itself was bad, just the stipulation itself is just the dumbest thing. 
Just have it at Club Lavina and fill the pool. Make the pool orange. Yeah. <laughs> um, that leaves us to wow. This really did take a long time. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Inner Circle versus Pinnacle Stadium Stampede. Uh, top three things that happened, in my opinion. Number one, Tully Blanchard looking like a, a gay icon. <laughs> uh, number two, uh, Urban Meyer showing up and handing Jericho a laptop. Urban Meyer, good part. Uh, number three, Sean Spears just living in a chair room. <laughs> I forgot about the chair room. <laughs> Um, the, the best part of this match I thought was the, so I thought this was stupid, but the, the only part that I enjoyed thoroughly was the, uh, the Conan part with, the, oh, yeah, with, I, with I, FTR sure. and Proud and Powerful. That's included with the, uh, the Tully Blanchard. Okay. Also, also that was definitely a gay bar cause there were no women in there. <laughs> uh, Conan making an appearance was great though. Uh. I was cheering for MJF to throw Jericho off the balcony. You kind of knew that the inner circle was going to win. Yeah. This also like was the part of the show where like you knew that they got to say the word shit more times than. <laughs> I just don't like how many how much they're saying the word shit. Shit. Uh, also, I knew they were going to win because there were way too many heels winning their title matches. So I was like, "Baby faces are winning in the main event." Send the crowd home happy. Um, typically, when you when you do that, you're you're not going to send the crowd home mad. This definitely should not have been the main event. It was the most ridiculous thing. Uh, I don't mind it being the main event. I don't mind it being the main event either, but. Like this is does this do anything for you? No, not That's for what, me. No. Okay, like, I I get that it's not for me or you. I just thought it was you know it was more reality based than the previous one was. So in that sense, I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't hate it. I'll say that. No, I didn't hate it for for like for like a cinematic uh, cinematic match, and I use that term very loosely because I'm not even convinced this was. 100% pre-taped. I think they did some of it live. I think they did, too. I mean, obviously, they did some of it live at the end when they are in the arena, but I do think they did some of it. Like, the Jericho MJF stuff seemed very uh, spur of the moment, like it wasn't pre-taped. I could be wrong. It could have been entirely I, pre-taped. I feel like that was probably the, the things that were pre-taped was Sean Spears' chair yes. room. Yes, yeah. The bar scene fight whatever yeah. and i think the jericho mjf stuff i mean i think was... if you just followed jericho's arm brace like you could you could tell like, that that was canon <laughs> but i think the jericho mjf stuff was real and then the other stuff might have been pre-taped yes so at least, at least and then they mixed in so they could get them from from scene to scene correct yeah the um the recreation of the sammy sammy gets his revenge on the golf cart yes Sean Spears uh, should be ashamed of that bump after what Sammy did. Yeah, we weren't. I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as Sham. Sammy just jumped into the bar, and it was so good. It was <laughs> like that's the best. Like Sean Spears shouldn't be ashamed. It's a tough, especially it's a you, tough spot. Yeah, you give me. It's like going against Babe Ruth. Yeah, 
exactly. How, how are you going to top that? I I thought you know, right guy took the pin. Um, you know, yeah, everything that should have happened as far as MJF technically got what he had coming, but he didn't lose. Um, there's still room for this rivalry to continue. Uh, I don't know how bad I want it. I, if it does continue, I'd rather see it in a more one-on-one type of situation where it's like LAX versus FTR, uh, Spears versus Sammy, Wardlow versus uh, Hager, and then Jericho versus MJF. Maybe you do a Dynamite edition where it's strictly Pinnacle versus Inner Circle matches. You're starting to have a lot, a lot of factions here. <laughs> starting to? <laughs> yeah, uh, way too many factions in AEW, but what can you do about it at this point? Um, that's why I was hoping the inner circle would lose. Like all, everyone turns on Jericho, and then instead of Jordan Pinnacle, they all just go their own separate ways, and then they stand out because they're actually on their own. Maybe Proud and Powerful does actually start doing the Bucks thing again, except they've switched spots now. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see Proud and Powerful in FTR more in the tag title mix. Oh. Speaking of the tag titles, I, I thought of a good idea. You turn Private Party face, and then you have them face the Bucks in Boston, oh, and they f- win the tag titles. <laughs> Could do that. Also, you have Mark Henry manage Private Party after they turn Oh, yeah, face. we didn't even talk about Mark Henry. Yeah. I like that. Uh, it was a shame he wasn't wearing the salmon jacket. No, he should have he <laughs> wore the salmon jacket. But, you know, I like Mark Henry, so it's all fine. Although, the one thing I don't like about Mark Henry, hair coward. <laughs> yes. No, to be fair, he he probably should have hair coward. His hair cowardice is, was earned. That's why. That, that makes him the biggest hair cowards. <laughs> so that makes Teddy Long a hair coward, too. Teddy Long's a hair coward, yeah. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. Could say whatever you want about him. Not a hair coward. He shaved his head. No, he didn't. I thought he shaved his head like a year ago. No, he still got the fucking the horseshoe. Yeah, he, well, he joked about it. Well, fuck him. Yeah. Sean yeah. Sean Michaels airbrush. He was at WrestleMania. He had the he had the extensions in. I couldn't tell from his fucking pirate hat and Tampa I, booing the shit out of him. I love fucking Hogan having extensions. It's fucking hilarious. I love Hogan getting booed in Tampa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously. The city that he built. All right, what's your grade for double or nothing? B plus, A minus, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, got my money's worth. I enjoyed everything that and I got my money's worth, part. too, because I didn't pay for it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I thought it held my attention the entire way. Nothing was a stinker. Yeah, I, and the one match that I wasn't really into, I just went outside, took a break. Also, very long card. Very long. Um, at least they're giving you more bang for your buck. Then, but well, it was also like it was good because it was fucking Memorial Day. Yeah. The next day, so like, all right, I guess I'll stay up another hour and smoke some weed. <laughs> I got Chinese food still. Um, what else has happened in the world? We still got. We still got five-ish minutes. Seven, eight minutes left. Yeah. Um, uh, the Bruins won game one, but lost game two. In overtime, yeah. I was blacked out, so I couldn't watch game two. <laughs> but uh, 
I saw highlights. You blacked out yesterday? Yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't watch it. Why were you blacked out? I couldn't watch the game. I, I was trying to watch it, but I got the, the... Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I get it now. I, I had no option to watch it. So, but uh, they looked really good game one. Game two was a tough loss. Tough loss after you come back. Yeah. Um, Celtics got their win. Celtics got their win. It's they're not going to get another one. They're getting they swept are tonight for sure. Not getting G- another gentlemen one. swept. I should say they're getting gentlemen swept. Uh, Kyrie stomping on the logo. Kyrie stomping on cartoon man, then real man throwing water bottle at him. Uh, everyone is talking shit about the water bottle guy. I'm going to say hero. <laughs> I will not call me hero. I'm, it's a stretch. I know. I'm just going far opposite route. Uh, so someone was talking about, or someone posted about how. Uh, everyone else around the world is like, oh, he stomped the logo, so what? And then my friend commented on that post. Yeah, he just, it was just a water bottle, no big deal. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. If you're going to disrespect us, we'll disrespect you back. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't fucking care. I don't care. He's either. getting everything that he wanted to do. Yeah. He's, they're going to, I mean, Brooklyn wins tonight, they're moving on. Yeah. So I just don't see what the point is of of rubbing salt in the wounds. He's trying to make, turn the Nets into the Conor McGregor. I think it's just because after 20 years, people from outside of Boston are sick of Boston teams being good. So they're just trying to sully the good Well, that's good because there ain't going to be Boston teams winning shit for the next fucking few years. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe the Red Sox. The Red Sox can, will, can won't up. even make the playoffs. I mean, only because of the division they're in. If if they don't, I think they do because they're they're a good team this year. I mean, there's like what seven wild card teams now in baseball. No, there's the playing games. So three, three division winners, three wild cards. I thought they added. I forget what fucking playoff. If there's four in each division, then they're definitely making the the playoffs. There's no way they're not, unless they slump really bad. Which I don't really see happening because they're 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 a talented bunch. And eh, they're giving games away. I mean, they got their shit pushed in against the Astros yesterday. It was like eleven yeah. to two. And they're getting fucking rocked by the by the Rays. Who um, Rays are going to be real good. I mean, they made it to the World Series last year. That's true. They get the Yankees, who are surging again. Uh, so it's a tough division. Even the even the Blue Jays aren't that bad. They got the best player in baseball. Yeah. Only because Trout is out of uh, out for two months. Is he out for two months? Yeah. They also don't have the best player in baseball. The best player in baseball is Mike Trout's teammate. Shohei Otani. <laughs> I was like, really? Uh, no, Trout and Mookie and Judge and... I was talking about Vlad. Oh. Vlad Jr. just... Crushing dongs. Just smashing dingers. Yeah, I guess you can make a case for him. But, I don't know, if you, if you gun to my head who's the best player in baseball, it's probably Mike Trout. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's... You'd say Trout. Otani. Trout is the Roman Reigns of the MLB. They gotta turn him heel so he's interesting. <laughs> I acknowledge him. <laughs> That's where I was going with it. <laughs> um, well, oh, the the Maple Leafs suck. 
Oh yeah, we got to talk about the Leafs getting eliminated. Uh, you're up three to one against a lose, bad team. Uh, too. You lose to the Habs, who are not good. They fucking fu- had to fire their coach. Their coach. They fired we're, their coach, Colt Julian, because he was too bad. We're talking like it's hockey. Uh, God, how how do you blow that? It's in some embarrassing that, shit. That is some Toronto Maple Leafs shit right there. Yeah, that's that's the most Maple Leafy thing that could have ever happened. Longest uh, cup drought and and because they haven't gotten out of the first round in how long? Over ten years, I I think. Because they they had that loss to the Bruins, that that huge loss a couple years ago. Not not the one from twenty nineteen. The Bergeron, Bergeron. Yeah, one. Bergeron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that was the craziest I've ever seen. The the Garden game. That was the craziest thing. hockey game I've ever seen. Yeah, because what was, was it? Four to one, they were down, and then they came back and won. Maybe I, they should not have won that game. No, no, they just came back and went crazy, and because that, that's when everyone threw their shit into the ice too, and they had to like tell them to stop. Right? Do you know who they uh, lost to that year? Uh, was that the year they lost to the Habs? They also the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Because um, P.K. Subban kept fucking them up. Was that the year that uh, someone was, like, spitting on them when he was... Uh, I hope so. Sitting on the bench. Thornton. Thornton just, like, drinking water and spitting on the Habs as they skate by. <laughs> Maybe was Sean Thornton still on the team then? Yeah, in 2013. Wow, that was so long ago. Yeah. But then the 2019 one was... Uh, it was. I, I had a friend unfriend me on Facebook because I was happy that the Bruins won. Oh, uh, the... he was a Leafs fan from Toronto. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta grow some balls there. Yeah, it was. It was pretty hilarious. Uh, yeah, the 2019 was good because you had everyone in that fucking park, that square, just like sitting there. Think game seven. They think they're moving on. And nope. But then, you know, a couple weeks later, they're in that park watching the Raptors. Does that win. pretty much guarantee that a Canadian team will not win the Stanley Cup this year? The only team that was any good got fucking knocked out in the first round. I don't see, was it Edmonton and the Habs in the next series now? I don't see. Think I don't, so? Yeah, I don't see either. Also, the way this is lined up, does this mean the Bruins could play the Canadians in the Stanley Cup finals? Um, That's a good question. Let's go NHL playoff bracket. Because they're the north. Bruins are in the east. And then there's the south and the west. So I think the north plays the west and the south plays the east. Because I think we can only play the Lightning or who's the other team they're playing? All right, so. Jackets. Jesus Christ, I do not understand this. Okay, so. North and Central, so yeah, they could face the Canadians in the oh, Stanley Cup Finals. Give me that. That would be the best Stanley Cup Finals ever. Bruins versus the Canadians. Ugh. Drool. <laughs> I think? I love it. Uh, it's not going to happen. It's probably going to be, uh, was it Vegas? So, I wish... Who won? So Vegas and the Avalanche won, right? Yeah, I th- so I think they're playing right now. And then... Uh, Canadians and Edmonton? And then it's Tampa Bay and someone else. Nashville? Nashville, yeah. 
Or is it uh the Carolina? I forget. N- NHL playoffs. Jesus. Sweet. Yeah, so the Carolina Hurricanes versus the Lightning. The Lightning's the got a okay. one nothing lead. Uh Seymour. Let's see more. Golden Knights and Avalanche. Colorado leads one nothing. So the Canadians and the fucking Jets. <laughs> Avalanche seven one. Oh, it's Winnipeg, not Edmonton. Yes, it's Winnipeg. Sorry. Okay. Same I knew. Team. I knew it was same a, difference. I knew it was a West uh, Western Canadian team. It could be a rematch of 2011. Can you imagine if Winnipeg fucking wins and they riot anyway? Oh, t- the 10 year anniversary, the Bruins beat the the Jets again in the Stanley Cup. They didn't beat the Jets. They beat the Canucks. It was Vancouver, wasn't it? Fuck. Ah, I. <laughs> So it's like, I don't know anything about Western Canada. It's like the Canucks were the best team in the league that year. Yeah. And they have sucked since. Yeah. It's like a football team that lost to the Patriots <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Like they're just broken. Yeah. The, I, I've, I've confused three Western Canadian hockey teams with each other in the past five minutes. Good time to end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the most Canadian song we have? <laughs> Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it.